Swiss feed, plus a chain, switching out these whips or tails. We a wet and a couple of years. What's the plan? Can we skip? I don't fish. Switch a twist, pin test, and I won't miss. When the DD come, man, flow pro with the digital forensics. Who is this? Just a pro, rubber pimp, handling the business. Active directory is in your registry to find the story. Google Dork, your index with no nonsense. With Entitled colon index of slash WQB Bollinger, Vantage on my screen, 89, period, ATR I'm running through your goals and they say I went too far See, I don't play about the way that I increase my pay And any day I can turn your sunny noon to rain So stay mundane, I'm getting paid For mitigating risks from haters kill change It's in-map, scan all your IP range uh, Keep you on your toes, but I bet you won't swing P and C get residuals from people when it's time to ride So I'ma stay up in your face when you see me It's time to decide Should I buy a plaza or should I let it ride? I don't know, dog, but it's mad land outside. Already could afford it, but the question is, do I want to end hole in the petrified forest? Keeping money flows, and you know they in orbit. TV screens fall in the Uber watching Norbert. Don't interrupt me, especially when I'm recording smoothly. Barely ever, ever, ever rocking Jordans, doing things that I feel be way more important. Google me, see me. My name is always corporate. Saw the 10Q, bought the dead holders, and absorbed it. Whoa. Chapter 17 of The Art of Money Getting. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jill Preston. The Art of Money Getting by P.T. Barnum. Chapter 17. Be Polite and Kind to Your Customers. Politeness and civility are the best capital ever invested in business. Large stores, gilt signs, flaming advertisements will all prove unavailing if you or your employees treat your patrons abruptly. The truth is, the more kind and liberal a man is, the more generous will be the patronage bestowed upon him. 
Like begets like. The man who gives the greatest amount of goods of a corresponding quality for the least sum, still reserving for himself a profit, will generally succeed best in the long run. This brings us to the golden rule. As ye would that men should do to you, do ye also to them. And they will do better by you than if you always treated them as if you wanted to get the most you could out of them for the least return. Men who drive sharp bargains with their customers, acting as if they never expected to see them again, will not be mistaken. They will never see them again as customers. People don't like to pay and get kicked also. One of the ushers in my museum once told me he intended to whip a man who was in the lecture room as soon as he came out. What for? I inquired. Because he said I was no gentleman, replied the usher. Never mind, I replied. He pays for that, and you will not convince him you are a gentleman by whipping him. I cannot afford to lose a customer. If you whip him, he will never visit the museum again and he will induce friends to go with him to other places of amusement instead of this, and thus you see, I should be a serious loser. But he insulted me, muttered the usher. Exactly, I replied. And if he owned the museum, and you had paid him for the privilege of visiting it, and he had then insulted you, there might be some reason in your resenting it. But in this instance, he is the man who pays while we receive and you must, therefore, put up with his bad manners. My usher. Preface of Discourses on the First Decade of Titus Livius, Book 2. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Mirendo07. Discourses on the First Decade of Titus Livius. Book 2 by Niccolo Machiavelli Translated by Ninian Hill Thompson Preface Men do always, but not always with reason, commend the past and condemn the present, and are so much the partisans of what has been, as not merely to cry up those times which are known to them only from the records left by historians, but also, when they grow old, to extol the days in which they remember their youth to have been spent. And although this preference of theirs be in most instances a mistaken one, I can see that there are many causes to account for it, chief of which I take to be that in respect of things long gone by, we perceive not the whole truth, those circumstances that would detract from the credit of the past being for the most part hidden from us, while all that gives it luster is magnified and embellished. For the generality of writers render this tribute to the good fortune of conquerors, that to make their achievements seem more splendid, they not merely exaggerate the great things they have done, but also lend such a color to the actions of their enemies, that anyone born afterwards, whether in the conquering or in the conquered country, has cause to marvel at these men and these times, and is constrained to praise and love them beyond all others. Again, men being moved to hatred either by fear or envy, these two most powerful causes of dislike are cancelled in respect of things which are past, because what is past can neither do us hurt nor afford occasion for envy. The contrary, however, is the case with the things we see and in which we take part, for in these, from our complete acquaintance with them, no part of them being hidden from us, 
We recognize, along with much that is good, much that displeases us, and so are forced to pronounce them far inferior to the old, although in truth they deserve far greater praise and admiration. I speak not here of what relates to the arts which have such distinction inherent in them that time can give or take from them but little of the glory which they merit of themselves. I speak of the life. Part 1 of Chapter 8 of Book 1 of The Wealth of Nations This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Stephen Escalera the Wealth of Nations by Adam Smith, Part 1 of Chapter 8 of Book 1 Of the Wages of Labor The produce of labor constitutes the natural recompense or wages of labor. In that original state of things which precedes both the appropriation of land and the accumulation of stock, the whole produce of labor belongs to the laborer. He has neither landlord nor master to share with him. Had this state continued, the wages of labor would have augmented with all those improvements in its productive powers, to which the division of labor gives occasion. All things would gradually have become cheaper. They would have been produced by a smaller quantity of labor, and, as the commodities produced by equal quantities of labor would naturally, in this state of things, be exchanged for one another, they would have been purchased likewise with the produce of a smaller quantity. But though all things would have become cheaper in reality, in appearance, many things might have become dearer than before, or have been exchanged for a greater quantity of other goods. Let us suppose, for example, that in the greater part of employments the productive powers of labor had been improved to tenfold, or that a day's labor could produce ten times the quantity of work which it had done originally, but that in a particular employment they had been improved only to double, or that a day's labor could produce only twice the quantity of work which it had done before. In exchanging the produce of a day's labor in the greater part of employments for that of a day's labor in this particular one, ten times the original quantity of work in them would purchase only twice the original quantity in it. Any particular quantity in it, therefore, a pound weight, for example, would appear to be five times dearer than before. In reality, however, it would be twice as cheap. Though it required five times the quantity of other goods to purchase it, it would require only half the quantity of labor either to purchase or to produce it. The acquisition, therefore, would be twice as easy as before. But this original state of things, in which the laborer enjoyed the whole produce of his own labor, could not last beyond the first introduction of the appropriation of land and the accumulation of stock. It was at an end, therefore, long before the most considerable improvements were made in the productive powers of labor, and it would be to no purpose to trace further what might have been its effects upon the recompense or wages of labor. As soon as land becomes private property, the landlord demands a share of almost all the produce which the laborer can either raise or collect from it. His rent may... Chapter 18 of The Art of Money-Getting This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Jill Preston the Art of Money-Getting by P.T. Barnum Chapter 18 Be Charitable Of course men should be charitable, because it is a duty and a pleasure. But even as a matter of policy, if you possess no higher incentive, you will find that the liberal man will command patronage, while the sordid, uncharitable miser will be avoided. Solomon says, There is that scattereth, and yet increaseth, and there is that withholdeth more than meat but it tendeth to poverty. Of course, the only true charity is that which is from the heart. 
The best kind of charity is to help those who are willing to help themselves. Promiscuous almsgiving without inquiring into the worthiness of the applicant is bad in every sense. But to search out and quietly assist those who are struggling for themselves is the kind that scattereth and yet increaseth. But don't fall into the idea that some person's practice of giving a prayer instead of a potato and a benediction instead of bread to the hungry. It is easier to make Christians with full stomachs than empty. End of chapter 18. Recording by Jill Preston. What's the standard deviation from the cop report? What's the standard deviation from the cop report? What's the standard deviation from the cop report? Get the standard deviation from the cop report. 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 Get the standard deviation. Get the standard deviation. Get the standard deviation. Gotta stay up in cash. Forex tripping, gotta stay up in cash. I got the Forex tripping, gotta stay up in cash. The car reporter in the biggest sister's point is on my screen. Why he making stuff up? I don't know. Maybe it's Maybelline. I wouldn't trade my team, but I dismantle yours. Smoothly, so fly, dog. I'm a sore vertical farm grass from the counties. That's poor. Oh, I gotta get more. Be the beast, send them door to door. Shoot 100 times, cause I'm down to score. So I stay up in the game, so I'm just gonna shoot some more. I cannot go away, even though it's not a really smart time to trade. Once I get the Credit line going in the previous feeling that I mentioned must be waived And you don't even really know how to participate You just be out on the sidelines and acting late I stacking game, break the flow, keeping black and green on the P&Ls Been up three hours before the bell Time and payments for the paydex, never been up in a cell I'm sipping on Propel that I design all myself I see the stuff that I made and this is growing on the play market shelf I'm for the wealth deviation from the cop report? What's the standard deviation from the cop report? What's the standard deviation from the cop report? Get a standard deviation from the cop report. Get a get a standard deviation from the cop report. Get the 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 standard deviation. Get the standard deviation. What? Get the standard deviation. Get the standard deviation. Just trying to scrape cake, hope I contemplate 
on how to be great. Oh, bro, bro, make it sublimated vinyl glow. Here I go from the LB, from the bowl. All about the dough, do chop it, step aboard, don't start. Spinning on these, near the cold blood. Master doing PMP scrum with the cold board loop. Spinning like commodes, ever been big. Pen docking and trolls. I'm about to be on some vacant land. 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 I'm about to just, I'm a, I'm a just, I'm a be on some vacant land. I'm a just be on some vacant land. I'm a, I'm a just be on some vacant land. Statistical analysis. Statistical analysis. Statistical analysis. Statistical analysis. Statistical analysis. Statistical analysis. And that's the tensor flow. The tensor flow. Straight together. APIs machine learning with tensor flow. Tensor flow. Stringing APIs together, machine learning with that tensor flow. That tensor flow. That tensor flow. Tensor flow. Uh, tensor flow. Uh, on the field. My 3 series been machining screws in the rear container. He's the the place, always removing limits. Haters love second guessing. Who's winning? Luxury car cost, a low expense. We're winning. Relentless. Who is this? Easy everyday Thanksgiving. Mold Dota, Homer Simpson. Dollar time, share dipping. Dash for dollars. Rhodium still with the city chain I'm dipped in. Watch them twirling and glisten. Just shut up and listen. You can't even hear it dripping. Box them out with 12 OZ minions. And they hating and they probably think it's written. Man, they must be kidding. Man, they must be kidding. Statistical analysis. Statistical analysis. Statistical analysis. Statistical analysis. Statistical analysis. Statistical analysis. That's the tensor blow. The tensor flow, string together, APIs, machine learning with tensor flow. Tensor flow, tensor flow, stringing APIs together, machine learning with that tensor flow. That tensor flow, that tensor flow, tensor Series been machining screws in the rear container adhesive. Deal a place always removing limits. Haters love second guessing, but who's winning? Luxury car costs a low expense when renting. Relentless, who is this? Switch your twist, debate, dubious critics. Tell me whatever you want. Flex harder than you could ever attempt to flaunt. Fractional D property is what I just bought in in the past two fortnights. Airfare watch dog alert me for inexpensive flights. I so bright whenever it's night. Off the mind, man, I'm breaking flows. Movie flow on the mobile phone. Tell them give me 50 feet. Yeah, they leave me alone. Every time I roll, twine, bury over gold. What? Meditations of Marcus Aurelius by Marcus Aurelius Antoninus, translated by George Long. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. 
For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Section 10 Wilt thou then, my soul, never be good and simple, and one and naked, more manifest than the body which surrounds thee? Wilt thou never enjoy an affectionate and contented disposition? Wilt thou never be full and without a want of any kind, longing for nothing more nor desiring anything, either animate or inanimate, for the enjoyment of pleasures, nor yet desiring time wherein thou shalt have longer enjoyment or place or pleasant climate or society of men with whom thou mayest live in harmony? But wilt thou be satisfied with thy present condition and pleased with all that is about thee? And wilt thou convince thyself that thou hast everything and that it comes from the gods, that everything is well for thee and will be well whatever shall please them and whatever they shall give for the conservation of perfect living being the good and just and beautiful which generates and holds together all things and contains and embraces all things which are dissolved for the production of other like things wilt thou never be such that thou shalt so dwell in community with gods and men as neither to find fault with them at all nor to be condemned by them two Observe what thy nature requires, so far as thou art governed by nature only, then do it and accept it. If thy nature, so far as thou art a living being, shall not be made worse by it. And next thou must observe what thy nature requires, so far as thou art a living being. And all this thou mayest allow thyself, if thy nature, so far as thou art a rational animal, shall not be made worse by it the rational animal is consequently also a political animal. Use these rules then and trouble thyself about nothing else. 3. Everything which happens either happens in such wise as thou art formed by nature to bear it, or as thou art not formed by nature to bear it. If then it happens to thee in such a way as thou art formed by nature to bear it, do not complain, but bear it as thou art formed by nature to bear it. But if it happens, introduction to the meditations of Marcus Aurelius. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Shane Greener. The Meditations of Marcus Aurelius by Marcus Aurelius Antoninus, translated by George Long. Introduction. Marcus Arnius Verus was born in Rome in A.D. 121 and assumed the name of Marcus Aurelius Antoninus, by which he is known to history on his adoption by the Emperor T. Aurelius Antoninus. He succeeded to the imperial throne in 161, and ruled till his death in 180. His reign, though marked by justice and moderation at home, was troubled by constant warfare on the frontiers of the empire, and Aurelius spent much of his later years in the uncongenial task of commanding armies that no longer proved irresistible against the barbarian hordes. M. Aurelius was educated by the orator Fronto, but turned aside from rhetoric to study of the Stoic philosophy, of which he was the last distinguished representative. The meditations, which he wrote in Greek, are among the most noteworthy expressions of this system and exhibited favorably on its practical side. His own precepts he carried out with singular consistency, and both in his public and his private life he was in the highest degree conscientious. He and his predecessor are noted as the only Roman emperors who can be said to have ruled with a single eye to the welfare of their subjects. During his reign, Rome was visited by a severe pestilence, 
and this, with reverses suffered by his armies, threw the populace into a panic and led them to demand the sacrifice of the Christians, whom they regarded as having brought down the anger of the gods. Aurelius seems to have shared the panic, and his record is stained by his sanction of the cruel persecution. This incident in the career of the last and one of the loftiest of the pagan moralists may be regarded as symbolic of the dying effort of heathenism to check the advancing tide of Christianity. The meditations picture with faithfulness the mind and character of this noblest of the emperors. Simple in style and sincere in tone, they recalled for all time the height reached by pagan aspirations in its effort to solve the problem of conduct and the essential agreement of his practice with his teachings proved that even in a palace life may be led well. End of introduction. Recording by Shane Greenup. Shane Greenup. Blogs. Chapter thirteen of the Science of Being Great by Wallace D. Wattles. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Thought. Greatness is only attained by the constant thinking of great thoughts. by what you read, but by what you think about what you read. Thinking is the hardest and most exhausting of all labor, and hence many people shrink from it. God has so formed us that we are continuously impelled to thought. We must either think or engage in some activity to escape thought. The headlong, continuous chase for pleasure in which most people spend all their leisure time is only an effort to escape mere knowledge or information makes personality. Thinking is growth. You cannot think without growing. Every thought engenders